special events and fundraising. Hi, I'm Bill Stanjakevich. This is the first day from the fundraising school, and I'm joined today by Bobby Donahue, who is a veteran member of the faculty at the fundraising school, and by Katie Duranick-Stewart, who is the senior development director at the Indiana University School of Medicine. And Bobby, great to have you with us on the podcast. Well, thanks. I'm really glad to be able to join you. And Katie, same as well. Great to have a colleague with us on the Fundraising Schools podcast. Grateful to be here. Now, Bobby, we're talking today about special events and fundraising. This comes out of Chapter 25 of Achieving Excellence in Fundraising, the fifth edition of the book that came out in 2022, Planning Events with Purpose. And, you know, Bobby teaches uh, for us uh, in a wide range of courses, including on special events. Bobby, how do special events fit in overall to the annual fund fundraising campaign? Well, you know, special events have a lot of different purposes. And I think you have to decide ahead of time what it is you really want out of your event in order to evaluate it and where it fits into your annual fund. So if you're going to do an event, you have to know whether or not you want to do it as a recognition or whether or not you're going to be trying to uh, reach out to new audiences, whether or not you're going to use it actually to raise money. So where it fits in depends on what it is you really want to get out of it. You know, Bobby, you've fundraised for smaller nonprofits, you've fundraised for larger nonprofits. Uh, In your observation, do some nonprofits view special events as kind of the magic wand? It's going to be the the fix-all. And if we just have a special event, everything's going to be fine. Because I know with interest that the chapter is titled Planning Special Events with Purpose. We're not just whipping this together, are we? Oh, no, no, no. And when I hear that, you know, that's going to be our magic bullet, usually it's from a board member, uh, very rarely from staff, because staff understands how much time, energy, uh, and the results will vary goes into a special event. So they don't want to take it on just for the fun of it or as board members rather than go out and actually ask for money uh, and talk about the mission with donors, they would say, oh, let's just do an event. And that's not the answer for everything. Katie, can you expand upon what Bobby was talking about in her her first uh, answer when she was talking about different special events for different reasons. What are you know the purposes for a special event in addition to bolstering the annual fund? Absolutely. So special events can serve lots of different roles. And as long as everyone on the outside agrees what the purpose of the event is, that is critical for the success. So you can use a special event as an opportunity to thank donors, to bring them together and explain and demonstrate the impact of their giving on the organization. You can host special events designed to encourage them to give eventually. So in that cultivation realm, things like bringing folks to the site of where they're that where the work is taking place. That's really impactful. There might not be solicitations at either of those type of events, but they could lead to a better conversation eventually. 
And then, of course, there is the classic solicitation event where you go, there is an auction, there is a silent auction, there is a special appeal. And as long as the donors are aware that that is coming, that can be an effective fundraising tool. But you have to agree on the outset. Are we going to make an ask? Is it for a particular purpose? Are we asking the right people to be in the room if we are going to make an ask? Those are critical for the success of any event. Hey, Katie, how does that happen? So I'm the fundraiser. I rarely have the top seat in the organization. As Bobby mentioned, there's a board of directors involved. Uh, how do we get to that point where we're going to determine the specific purpose and, and have consensus across our nonprofit organizations as to why we're having this particular event? I'm grateful to say that just like any fundraising activity, it's all based on relationship. So if you are working together with a team to put together an event, you have to build that internal relationship and buy-in just the same as you do with a donor before you make an ask. So you need to have a conversation about the expected outcome with your supervisor, with the president and CEO of the organization, with the board chair, with your committee that might be putting this event on. So you need to have frank and honest conversations on the front end before you go forth and get community members involved. It's just as critical as the relationship building externally to have that strong relationship internally. Bobby, what other factors, what other dynamics are at play here in terms of planning for and having a successful special event for my nonprofit that can help bolster fundraising? Well, one of the things in the planning is knowing that the special event is not a silo. It needs to have planning ahead of time, as Katie was saying, but also what are you going to do after the event? You have had this wonderful time engaging these prospects and these donors, and now what's the next step? So as far as the planning process, it's not just the evaluation after it's over, but what will we do? How will we follow up with key donors uh, and new prospects that have been at the event and have learned so many wonderful things about our mission? And now let's let them ask those questions, get engaged in a more meaningful way for that next step. So. The planning process happens before you do the event, you evaluate event, but then those next steps are really critical, whether that's the cultivation part, whether that's the solicitation that follows the event, or whether it's the thank you that happens after the event for them coming and making their gift. And Katie, in the context of fundraising, I'm thinking another factor is making sure we have non-donors coming to the event, because if people are donating already, why do the work of the event? And it also seems you talked about reaching out externally once we have our internal consensus. Uh, how can we use a special event maybe to bring people onto the planning committee as a way to maybe start to check them out as a potential board member or to elevate their donating opportunities? Absolutely. A special event creates a lot of different engagement opportunities, whether that's volunteering on site to help execute the event, or that's on a planning committee in advance, or even in follow-up afterwards, thanking people for coming and sharing the mission of the organization. So being intentional about how to engage non-donors, that's a critical piece. I would also add that to encourage people to attend, something that you could consider is having 
concentrated outreach. Perhaps it is your current donors and your current board members asking their friends to attend. You can organize an event so that it is mission driven, but also fun. There will be activities there. There will be an opportunity to learn about something critical that you're doing. This can be a wonderful way to get new folks in the door just because they're excited about the type of event you're putting on. And there are ways to just cascade from one year to the next. Pay attention to who comes to your special event who donates and maybe next year they'll want to be on the planning committee or they'll want to fill a table or a foursome or have people join them for the walk or whatever the event might be. It is a way to really expand over time uh, the number of people engaged with your nonprofit organization. Bobby, the the chapter concludes with a discussion about other types of dynamics at play uh, with a special event. I want to conclude with the the same question to both of you. So, So Bobby, I'll start. You know, as you think about, again, your observations, your work in this area, the information that you put into the chapter, what advice do you have for fundraisers in terms of what you've seen that has worked well, common mistakes that you have seen uh, to really make sure that they're using their time well to have an effective special event that can strengthen the fundraising for their nonprofit organization? Well, one of the things I've seen that really will impact an event is not doing the planning upfront and not doing the follow through on every detail that needs to happen along the way. I think we often try and do it all ourselves. The more delegation you can do and you as the planner do the follow up with everybody else, I think it runs more smoothly. The other piece is not communicating what's going on with the event internally and externally. So do an event, keeping it a secret is not really a great plan. Use social media. One of the best things that you can do with social media is use it to promote your event and the mission behind that. So some of the common problems are not well planned out front. Maybe it doesn't fit with your mission. Um, Mothers against drunk driving are not going to do a wine tasting. So you have to do something that fits with your mission. And then, of course, as I said earlier, a follow-up. Katie, same uh, question. You know, what works well? What are some of the common problems and challenges that you've observed as you think about your advice for fundraisers and special events? Well, I would echo much of Bobby's, many of Bobby's points, but one additional that I would think about is making sure that the event's mission aligns with the folks in the room. So if you are going to make an ask, make sure that 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 is an appropriate choice for the individuals who are present as your guests. I would also encourage nonprofits to think about how can our events break the mold? So we all love a lovely dinner. We all love a beautiful gala, but can you do something that is truly mission driven and unique? Something that would get folks excited about being present rather than following a mold just because that mold has been done before, perhaps by that organization or by another. And finally, I would emphasize a point that we've talked about already, you've got to follow up afterwards. There is nothing like having a beautiful event and then never hearing a peep, especially if you're not going to make an ask at that event. It is an opportunity to have a conversation after you've opened the door and demonstrated your impact. Make sure that you follow up on that, whether that's with a letter or a phone call or a personal visit, get back in touch with the folks that you've spent time and investment in being present with. That's the only way to get them involved. 
So as you can hear from this conversation, special events are work and the work can be worthwhile, but make sure if this is a specific fundraising event that you're raising more than you would have raised without the event, because why do all the work? And if this is not just about fundraising, there are these many other reasons to have a special event that are detailed in chapter 25 of Achieving Excellence in Fundraising, the fifth edition, Planning Events with Purpose. And I'm so grateful to be with our co-authors of that chapter today, Bobby Donahue and Katie Duranek-Stewart. And we are teaching this content through our public courses at the Fundraising School. We have more than two dozen public courses. They're in person, they're online, both in a recorded version and a live version. And we also can take that content and bring that straight to your nonprofit, to your association, to your county, to your region, anywhere in the United States and anywhere around the world, including through our custom training, where we can tailor make courses and curriculum just for you. The courses lead to four different certificates. We also have quarterly webinars and these free podcasts. And when you go to our website to learn about all of those resources, you're also going to find information about that textbook, Achieving Excellence in Fundraising, the fifth edition. All this is available on our website at philanthropy.iupui.edu forward slash the fundraising school. Our producers today are Mike Anthony and Jennifer Boffman. I'm Bill Stanjakovich, and now you are now more fully informed on this first day from the fundraising school. Mm-hmm.